But welcome to the show. Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. Uh, yeah, we got, you know, this is, uh, this is, I've been really excited for this episode. Uh, these are two, like, people I adore, have a great amount of affection for. Like, so they're, they've been always, like, so kind and so supportive during the 2020 time. Let's just introduce them. It's Alicia Parikh and Kat Moore, everybody. Yeah. Yes. So happy to be back, Andrew. I hope that Michael shows up again. I yeah, love it, your host so much. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the best. Um, so, yes, we are here to talk about Lungs by Florence and the Machine. Now, I think it was Kat who initially brought them up as an option. Uh, and I was wondering what your history was with them or and why you wanted to talk about them at all. Well, I've always loved that band and Dog Days Are Over has gotten me through some tough moods, you know, but I hadn't gotten around to listening to the full album. And so I thought, why not take this opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> very, very succinct answer and stuff like that some people like going like paint a tapestry and stuff like that but <laughs> well, we'll talk more about this later but kiss with a fist did spawn probably thousands of fan fiction videos so so many amvs oh my god uh what about like uh what about alicia like what's your kind of like preconceived notions with Florence and the Machine. It's funny because when Andrew, when you sent us the original list of things that we would consider covering on the show, I was like, oh, you know what? All these options are really great. I think I'd be open to any of them. Uh, Cat picked Florence and the Machine and instinctually my brain was like, oh, Uh what is that? (laughs) Because instinctually I was like, oh, because it makes me think a lot of high school because I listened to Florence uh, and Pete a lot in high school. And you know, when you it. listen yeah, to something yeah, like yeah. imprint on that time. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, freshman and sophomore year of high school. Yeah. I, I, I kind of vaguely remember lungs. I remember this cover very specifically because it's very striking. It's very, and I'll like get into a whole theory about the cover in a little moment. Uh, but this is just like a, this was like a smash hit at the time around 2009. This was like everywhere. Glee covered it. <laughs> yes. I was about to, br- I was about to bring it up. Uh, Jenna Ushkowitz and Amber Riley covered it. Like <laughs> that show. I'll say no to hit. <laughs> Glee covers it. Uh, Kiss was, Kiss was a fist has been on wild child, Jennifer's body. St. Trinian's 2, The Legends of Fritton's Gold, uh, 90210, Community, Saving Grace, um, 
you know, Dog Days Are Over has been on Gossip Girl, Covert Affairs, Skins, and just like all these songs. It's like uh, Cosmic Love has been on Crazy Anatomy, Vampire Diaries, V, Nikita. Crazy Anatomy really loves this album. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> So You Think You Could Dance. Like all the, it's like, it, it's, it's wild how much of a, like, she must have just like been set for life just like with like the signing off of licensing this album songs, basically. So yeah, like I I I never really understood what she was saying though. Like I never like or like I understood that the lyric was the dog days are over. I I I knew that's what that said. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what she was referring to. I assumed it was like, oh, it's a feminist power anthem kind of thing. Celebrating Dog the Bounty Hunter no longer being on the air. Because like there's like the line in uh, because here they come like that bit. I never knew what she was saying until like I did this episode, basically, because it just like sounded like um. It just sounded like yodeling, basically. It sounded yeah, like that's all of Florence. I'm glad that you brought that up because I definitely for this episode, I had to look up what she was saying in all these songs now because they were mostly just vibes and like moods. A lot of these lyrics are bummers, <laughs> but there's also like tambourines and like chimes playing in the back, you know, like harps, like can claps, all that stuff. Tell she was getting over a breakup. The only one I really had to look, I had to look for Rabbit Heart, Raise It Up. I could not understand her in that one. That's a very good song. I love me some Alice in Wonderland imagery. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? I was like, I think I had to look up, um, what is it? I had to look up Hurricane Drunk and I had to look up, what is it, Swimming? Yeah, I had to look up Swimming. And I was like, what's going on here? What's going on? Yeah. Any other like preconceived notions, anything like that was what about this album at all? Like, do you have any preconceived notions about this album at all beyond just like the cultural imprint I at that time? I many songs, Ruben, on this album. And it was a good album. I need to start listening to albums as a whole more because like I loved um, like Selena Gomez's Rare as an album is so much better than just singles. And this one I think is better as an album. I think my favorite line of any one song though is still the opening line to Dog, Day, Dog Days Are Over with Happiness Hit Her. Um, like a train on a track, I think is the line, yeah. Because I really think that that's so true in life, you know, that happiness doesn't really, it's kind of like if you chase popularity, the one thing you're going to get is unpopular. If you chase mm. happiness, it's it rare Rarely come it rarely comes around i think of that mm. so i think we have all had those moments where you're getting over a trauma or a breakup or getting over something when an all where happiness does just hit you out of nowhere and i i've always adored that line yeah i had the same takeaway as cat because i had not heard the full album before i had Me neither, done yeah. before i was preparing for this episode and i was like oh shit actually all the songs are really good. And I think Dog Days is now my least favorite on the album because I really enjoyed all the other songs. Mm -hmm. I loved, let's see, I love drumming song. I love, what is it, Between Two Lungs. And I, oh, Hurricane Drunk and Blinding, so good. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard the full album. I should also start listening to full albums when they come out. What am I doing? Let's get into like, let's talk about themes of this record. And what do you, what do you folks think the themes are for this particular record are? So um, Alicia, what, what do you think this is about, this album? 
I mean, I, I think the cat, what I really liked when Kat said about like, oh, clearly she's going through a breakup. She's really going through it. And you can kind of sense every stage of grief in this album. <laughs> every single stage, every single stage is there in all or like every single song. Uh, lots of really good anger, which I feel like us in high school really connected to. I can understand why Kiss with the Fist was on so many TV shows. So many. So many. So many AMVs. And they were all good. They were all boss. I watch, I watch them all. Like whenever they come up on my feed, I, I have to stop and watch I them. have to. Legally, I cannot skip. I was like, this is, oh man, you got me. Enemies to lovers, you got me. I haven't seen like a lot of like uh, uh, Florence and the Machine AMVs, but I've seen a lot of like, I saw one once that really like made me laugh of like um, it was like the show Barry where like Bill Hader plays a hitman and it's like sour like Olivia Rodrigo like that is I'm so, so sick funny. of 17 and it's just like Bill Hader cocking a gun looking hot and stuff like that <laughs> and like the subtext is like my senpai and stuff like <laughs> so that's one theme AMVs <laughs> like, big theme uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Kat? Like, are, are there any like themes and like things that you thought of and stuff? Well, I thought there was just a lot of good storytelling in it. Like the um, like the girl with one eye had great storytelling in it about you know you broke my heart and now she sleeps with one eye open stuff. Mm-hmm. And love me some female violence, got to be said. And uh, let me look up the name of the other one I liked. Again, I loved Rabbit Heart, Raise It Up with its Alice in Wonderland right off the bat. Uh, mm-hmm. And especially love the line, how it goes from girl with a rabbit heart and then says, I need to become a girl with a lion heart. I felt like that was given. It was giving me Narnia. It was giving me it was giving me everything. Yeah, chills when you said that. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a category of like pop star of like pop stars who read books like for fun you know i don't mean to be like you know i hope it's like not coming like a mean thing i'm saying or uh, but like it's more like oh they're pulling from more like literary um you know they're they're pulling a lot of their songwriting from literary like influences and stuff like that like um right like you know lana del rey does this you know like she reads like nabokov and stuff and like uh just uh the grimes like you and like all these artists you could tell like oh, phoebe bridges you tell like they love, love to read and stuff like that whereas like charlie i love charlie xcx like she doesn't seem like she reads <laughs> like i <laughs> i i love charlie she's like a great artist and like carly ray jepson like i imagine she like picks up like jonathan van ness's book off the airport and stuff like that she reads it mm-hmm. on the beach so like that but like um but she like Florence seems like she reads like Edgar Allan Poe and Sylvia Plath and all these like, you know, for fun, <laughs> like for this is something she enjoys and stuff like that. And like pulls 100%. a lot of the songwriting techniques. hundred percent. Not to go back to fandom, but, you know, when you read fanfics now and a lot of the titles of fanfics are just like like book, like just quotes from books or song lyrics big Florence energy. Like she would definitely name her songs after just like famous literary quotes. And I would love that for her. You definitely feel um, some feminine and feminine energy when you listen to the album. And I think it's, I think it's definitely makes sense. I was reading that she worked on the album with, uh, I believe it said childhood friend, uh, a child, a female childhood friend. And the I machine think, uh, of Florence and the machine basically. Well, I don't know if she was the entirety of the machine. Her name was Isabella Love, I believe. Well, it's like 
I, I think it's like that was just like the inspiration for the name. Like she's just like one of the band members, and I think. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. said that said that she worked very closely with her, and I don't think it's a coincidence that this was her that after Florence had struggled with different media, different um, genres. I mean, uh, and that she really was able to make a unique sound um, that really her after she worked closely with somebody that knew her and loved her. I think that you don't really, as much as we lo- like our culture loves to do preach self-sufficiency and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. In my experience, when you really look into artists, there's almost always somebody there that's actively supporting them. Yeah. I, I just like the solitary genius is like rarely a thing. Like, um, the, I do, just made up to sell magazines. Yeah. Like auteur theories, like, you know, obviously like there's something that you said about just like someone having a vision and it's like stuff and like bringing people together, but they're not doing it by themselves. They, no one is like Taylor Swift. Like she has a reputation of being a great song. She is a great songwriter. She does write her own songs, but she doesn't produce her songs though. Like, you know, she doesn't like, you know, she has, she doesn't play all the instruments or whatever. It's like, it's kind of, yeah. Like. So, okay, here's, this is where this, we get into like the, the, uh, nerdy, uh, thematic thing I came up with, <laughs> like, um, Yay, bring it. yeah, so, um, you know, the, a, a thing that helped me understand her music is that she she once said that as a child, she dived to the bottom of a swimming pool and for a moment she felt like she could breathe. And ever since, like, this has been this freak thing. And then ever since she's been trying to recreate that feeling, and then she gets it somewhat through singing a little bit. And then here's a quote from her. She says, like, the thing about drowning, it's not violent in a way that some ways of dying are. It's like letting something wash over you. I think there's some romance to it, she adds. So, and then I looked at the- Red Hamlet. Yeah. yeah 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 okay that's exactly it so i looked at the cover i looked at the cover of this album with like her like laying in the river and like their flowers around her and stuff like that and it's like what does this remind me of and i i was like oh it's the death of ophelia you know that painting where mm-hmm. like by Millet, i believe and like i'm not an art history major i don't understand shakespeare like when i watch shakespeare i don't understand what's going on but like, so like, I just like read some things about it and like, basically Ophelia, she's driven to madness after Hamlet, you know, kills her father and like, you know, is abusive and like kind of manipulative and stuff like that. Demeans her constantly. Um, frailty, thy name is woman and get thee to a nunnery are Hamlet sick burns that he, that he administers on poor Ophelia. And then she like drowns in a riverbed basically like picking flowers and stuff like that and um yeah she she like goes mad and then like drowns in a riverbed basically and then like you know much much later uh malay john everett malay like he's like the guy who painted the uh death of ophelia painting um he took like five months to like paint the the flowers and like the leaves and stuff like that really like, like perfectly and stuff like that. And then he got this woman um, named Elizabeth Sidal to pose in the bath, like mm-hmm. to pose in the bath and, you know, so that he could paint like the inspiration for the, uh, for the Ophelia character, basically. Research and, the hell out of that painting. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's like, I, re- I really went down a rabbit hole. Um, but like. More Alice then, like, in Wonderland imagery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so uh, then, but then like the candles that like kept the bath water warm, they went out and the, the water got colder and colder and she eventually got a cold like Elizabeth Sedal, like she got a cold and then later on died <laughs> like oh, some, something ha- like something with the treatment or something like that like <laughs> it's it's messed up it's so like the idea of like it's really interesting and kind of messed up how this story kind of repeated it's repeated itself in a way and it's like well thank god uh, florence is okay someone check on florence <laughs> she broke the cycle exactly exactly that's exactly my point that's exactly what i was like trying to get to is what's the big motif in this album it's drowning and speaking of amvs and the fan fiction and stuff like that the joke i came up with like the hook i came up with for this album is like florence welch asks the asks the musical question what if Ophelia lived and then transferred to like NYU to make this album? So like, love, that. Like, love it. Obviously that's a, that's a joke and it's like silly, but like, it's like kind of fun. It's, yeah, it's I, kind of accurate. That's a, that's a good AU. All right. I would, I would read that AU. Ophelia lived in a world where she had the agency and love of her life rejecting her wasn't the end of her possibilities. So like, basically it's like, with this record, it feels like the spirit of Ophelia and the spirit of Elizabeth Sidal reclaiming their narrative and voice through Florence Welch, even as their lungs like fill with water. And she's basically saying, you try to kill me. You try to break my spirits. But I'm not going to take this lying down. I'm going to live with this fiery passion you try to extinguish, not out of retaliation, but for its own sake, because it's because my femininity my all this is beautiful and you that's basically like my that was like my spiel i love that andrew i think that's very poignantly put yeah i really love that especially when you take into account like the romanticism that she kind of displays with the story of ophelia and i don't know i feel like you can also get a lot of like blend of romanticism and violence in this yes i love that contrast so much especially since because of how Shakespearean it all seems, there's like a lot of fairy tale motifs in here, very like romanticized in that way, but it also kind of works hand in hand with the female resilience. It all comes across it comes across very like subversive. And I think it's like there's something to be said about the fact that Ophelia in the Shakespeare play isn't a very well-constructed character like she's kind of like she's like basically she exists to like be like a lashing board for hamlet and polonius and all that stuff and like take and then die whatever that trope is called yeah and then the idea of like she dies and then like people kind of portray it romantically of like oh she's like you know the the um the symbol of like women like who couldn't take it anymore and stuff like that and like I think there's an element of this album where like she's very like Florence Welch is very young. She was like 23 when she, you know, wrote this, like made this, like kind of completed this album basically. And like, so there's an element of just like, I just got out of college. I like, I read all these books and stuff like that. I kind of want to apply some of those stuff and like have 
But I think that's like, we'll talk about it a little bit later, just like the glorifying violence, but also not endorsing it type of thing, but also like, kind of, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I, this is going to sound, <laughs> this is going to sound really terrible. Media loves nothing more than a dead white woman. Um, they <laughs> love romanticizing a dead white lady as we've seen time and time again, especially with, oh my gosh, with the recent death of the queen and people have once <laughs> again brought up princess die. This is me just always talking about princess die. Mm-hmm. and how yeah. much people love to martyr her marilyn and, monroe yeah. like marilyn the monroe. uh uh what's it called promising young woman does it kind of and stuff like that and like it's like it's like uh just like movies and tv and like yeah i i think like there's an where like i think there's something to be said about like we shouldn't make it a martyr thing it should just be yeah. treated like a tragedy that just like Mm-hmm. This ha- like this happened and we're letting it happen again, basically. Yeah, I feel like Florence is really playing and like subverting that a little bit with this album. And I think that's incredibly cool of her. I think she's subverting it a little bit. I don't think she's like. I, it's I, not I, full on, but I think she's yeah. playing with the themes here. And how I think she's aware. Martyrdom of like women, <laughs> tragic mm-hmm. women. And also like, um, which goes into like. You know, my complete like let's go through lowlights first. And my like just my biggest issue with this album is I think it should have ended at between two lines. Odd choice to end on the cover. It was. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's fine. And like I I, I just think of cos cosmic love onward as just bonus tracks. I'm like, these are good, these are good, they're fine, but like the narrative ends with between two lungs. Like that's how you said that because it felt like it took a shift, and I was wondering if I was crazy with that line of thinking. So I'm glad you said that, Andrew. Yeah, just like it, it's this album is like so musically dense. It's like a five course meal where like you got to pace yourself, otherwise you're gonna like by the third course you're gonna be like too full to enjoy. Yeah, 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 you're gonna be too like you won't even be able to appreciate the rest of it. Basically. where i don't know okay so let's go through lowlights first there's not a lot of lowlights for me i think it's a great album but uh cat do you have any lowlight song that i didn't i wasn't a i did i wasn't super inspired by i'm not calling you a liar you know it didn't really feel like it was saying anything new i like that song i think it's like definitely the most pop song like you probably get like regina specter to do something like this or like someone like that um it's kind of like the idea of just like past love melding with current love. The idea of this is like uh, my, you know, the relationship I had before it's like melding with like this love I'm having now with this new person. I mean, I, I liked it, but it also didn't make nearly as much of an impression on me as all the other songs on the album. Like I kind of agree where after like, what is it like the end little chunk of the album? Not super relevant to the narrative that was being told before, but Birdsong really stuck with me <laughs> because of how crazy the song was. She talks about how this bird shows up and she's like, oh my God, you're so loud. Just come inside. I'm going to get him to stop. She tries to reason with it and then just kills the bird. And I, and I thought about that <laughs> nonstop since I heard it. I was like, what? I feel like my lowlights actually were probably... Again, I think the most popular songs on the album, like um, Cosmic wow. Love, I was like, this is, 
I was like, this is fine. It's not really telling me anything new, but like girl with one eye, I really enjoy drumming song. And what is it? Um, my body builds coffins. I don't know. I just had like a fun time. Yes. It's low lights time. Yeah. I was like, I just, and again, rabbit heart was so good. I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, cosmic love. It's just kind of a, a vibe. It wasn't really giving me as much narration as everything else. I don't think it was as rich for me storytelling. It's funny because like, again, I really like, I, I just after Between Two Lungs, I'm just like, that was great. I love this album. I don't need to listen to it anymore. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> not, not in a rude way, just like in a more like, we're done. I got, I got exactly what I needed from it. You know, like, mm-hmm. and like not every out al- it's very, it's kind of hard for an album to do that. Cause like, sometimes I'm like, Oh man, I really wanted more. You could have done this or something like that. I hurricane dr- drunk sounds like Adele. Like it sounds like an Adele song. Um, and that's why I liked it. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. I just like, I have very little notes on anything after cosmic love. I'm just, it because, um, it's funny because like the the first song dog days are over there's like a downward momentum to it because it's like very heavy there's like so much percussion there's like you know hand claps and stomping and pianos a percussive instrument and like drums and it's like the 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 vocal like it's kind of like the vocal like lines are kind of going downwards because they here they come bum. and it's like it's like kind of like it's like damping you down and then the end of uh the freaking between two lungs it just ascends and ascends and ascends and it reaches this like it crescendos a gasp the yeah. word gasp and then it should have gone and we're done. <laughs> we're done. Like we did. We and like I would be like ten out of ten. This is the best <laughs> album I've ever heard. This is so good, so original. And then it's just like again, I could just like choose to like listen to these nine songs and stuff like that. It's not like it's not a problem, but it's like um, it was hard for me to like. It was like that was just like a little. I think Hurricane Drunk could have fit before somewhere. It could have been like somewhere before and like i don't know before like drumming sound or something like that i agree with that i think they could have lumped that in where we're around like howl and kiss with a fist is like maybe somewhere after that i think it would have been fine there has very similar energy no all right uh let's go through highlights right this break click welcome (laughs) to the show we're here to talk about um you know florence the machine lungs and now we're going to talk about songs we like and good stuff um, so Kat, what's a song you like from this album? I loved Kiss with the Fist when I was 14. I love it now. I love it now. It's a bop. So, like, the backstory for this song is that uh she said, I want to make it clear that a man has never beat me up, and I would never advocate that in a song in any way whatsoever. But at the same time, there are no victims in the song. They're both being the shit out of each other and there's no victimization. The song is describing a highly destructive relationship, but one which both partners enjoy. But it's all metaphorical and stuff like that. Right. So I think I think there's something to be said about like, hey, artistic license. Hey, you know, it's not real. You shouldn't take it literally and stuff like that. Like there are going to be, you know, people who don't comb through the album as like thoroughly as us 
who will think it's like glorifying domestic abuse or like an abusive relationship and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. It's something to be said about like, and like this going back to like the pop stars who read books <laughs> type of archetype of just like, oh, this is someone with like a expansive imagination of like, I've never been through this, but I'm going to write about it. Right. Like, also- I feel like the line, then I set fire to our bed, does a good job of showing that it's metaphorical. Like the lady set fire to the bed in like social network. Like, I think like that movie, like mattresses are expensive. Most people have not set fire to the bed. There should be like a, there should be a um, AMV of the social network with this song. And like, you know, like the, the timing of like set the set my bed on fire line should be with that so part of the movie. I don't know. I'm Googling this right now, but Andrew, I feel like that already exists <laughs> because people really ship in the social network. I, I hate to break it to you. It's so, it's also so funny to think of like Mark Zuckerberg as we know him today as like people online are like, oh man, I ship him with <laughs> Andrew Garfield's character in that movie. Yeah, um, yeah. But also like there's something to be said about maybe it's not your place to write a song about this. Like there's like that element, like she's very, she's young and maybe she doesn't like, maybe she wasn't like fully, you know, I think Florence today maybe wouldn't write this song, <laughs> you know, like. get um, Since I don't believe any of us have been victims of domestic violence, it would be interesting to get someone who has lived that life's perspective on the song. And like all the other side of it, it, maybe it's empowering. Maybe it's like because it's not like just like this woman being victimized only, you know, mm-hmm. that like it's just like this empowering thing of just like, hey, we're we're both we chose to be a part of this. We like all, all that stuff. And um, there's no like victimization anywhere here. It's just like, you know, it's or or it's like kind of speaking of books like. You know that book, like the things they carried, like that war book, like they made you read in high school. Like there's a segment in the book where it's about like how people like tell stories and stuff like that. And there's a segment about like some people just like go very literal, just like describing the events that happened. Like I went to the store, I got some mayonnaise, then I went home and then I spread the mayonnaise on my sandwich and I ate the sandwich, like a very linear, like straightforward interpretation of the you know events. And then like people, other people like exaggerate and like, you know, paint a tapestry to get the feeling across of what it was like to like do something. And just like they heighten the, the literal, like, they like Florence, like heightening the the language in this song so that to make a metaphor about like, this is what it feels like to be a part of a tumultuous relationship or like a highly passionate relationship and stuff like that. It reminded me a lot of, um, a, I, I love, love a streetcar named Desire. And it reminded me a lot of Stanley and uh, Stella or Stella never hit back to back that we saw, but it did remind me a lot of that kind of relationship. Yeah. So like, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to leave it to, I'm going to leave it at that really like the song here. Uh, it's very catchy. It's like, it's also just like fun in the context of just like, you know, in like a, in a TV show or something like that too. Like, uh, 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 Alicia, what's a highlight song for you? Oh, a highlight song. I mean, honestly, Kiss with the Fist was one of my highlight songs because, again, I loved it then. I love it now. Almost in a different sense. Um, But that drum beat in there, real catchy, real catchy. 
I feel like my biggest highlights would probably be either howl or drumming song. Mm. I don't know. I, those are songs that I never really, yeah, I never really like interacted with them before I had to listen to the full album. And I was like, man, I was really missing out. Um, I think it just, it's at a different stage for Florence than like what dog days and cosmic love were telling me. So I was like, great, this is great stuff. I really enjoyed those honorable mention to rabbit heart. Oh, very good song. Yeah. I love rabbit heart. It's like kind of like the studio, the record label told her to write an uplifting song. And what she came up with was like a song about like human sacrifice and stuff like that. (laughs) I was like, you got me. (laughs) It's good. It's like, because like she, in the song, she like is questioning herself. I just like, I'm sacrificing a little bit of myself, my integrity to like, you know, do something this label tells me, but Hey, it's a gift. Also. It's awesome. I get to make music as my career. Like I'll do, I'll write a song like this. And the fact that the song is this good and doesn't actually sacrifice her integrity that much. It's amazing. Like, it's like, um, Thank you for telling me that that context makes the song much more clear. Is what I'm going to get my next listen for that song because of Mm -hmm. that. Uh, that song's great. I love um, Howl is really like Alicia was talking about. I love Howl. Speaking of like just like the exaggerated language and stuff like that. Um, I think this does a great job of just like, you know, drag my teeth across your chest to taste your beating hearts. Like that is really excellent songwriting. Like the idea of just like devouring each other with each other's like love and like, you know, like maybe the sexual fantasy of it all and stuff like that, or the um, sexual fantasy or like the, the idea that like, you know, now that we're intimate, we're kind of like gonna show each other our true selves a little bit. Like, and it's, again, it's something interesting to be said about the narrator being a woman and stuff like that. Like the narrator, um, you know, being like female and stuff like that. The idea of just like all usually this, these type this language would be like a male, to, a man talking about a woman and stuff like that. And like, kind of like a predatory way, but like, this is kind of reclaiming it in a little way and putting it or at least putting it into a different context. Yeah. Let's talk about dog days are over. <laughs> like really quickly. Um, I love that the harp is the prominent instrument in the song. Like that's so. Is that what I'm hearing? A rare yeah, showcase, the, you know. Do, 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 I agree. Like, yeah, like because like not not a lot of pop stars just like have that in their back pocket of just like first of all because a harp is very big and can't fit in your pocket. Um, mm-hmm. like, I also wasn't sure that, that was a harp, so thank you for confirmation on that. Love the line of "Leave all your love and your longing behind. You can't carry mm. it with you if you want to survive." Because I think mm. every one of us, I think, longs for something that we missed in the past, and. You have to grieve it and accept that you some things are just a tragedy and that all that love and longing sometimes does drag you down uh, before you can move on to a good, a really good phase in your life. A lot of the time, if you're stuck waiting and wishing for some for a connection with somebody else that's in the past, you're going to miss forming a lot of really great connections with the people that are in your present. I love that. Yeah. And again, with the Ophelia context that we have now, like that hits different. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like the, 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 what I was talking about, like the percussion, like kind of dragging the song down and like making your feet heavy in a way. With that line. Yeah. Yeah. Like the idea of like, 
so like the idea of like happiness hit you like a trade happiness hit you like a bullet and stuff like that the idea of like you can be happy now you could do it right now but you you, you have to leave your love and longing behind yeah and like but like i think this character is also kind of running from it at the same time like she's like scared because it's scary it's like actually like that's actually like a change scary, is scary change is scary like love is scary like actualized love is scary like i like you know i have struggles dating and stuff like that but i'm also like re- i'm actually more scared of something being successful like kind of because i kind of understand on some level you know sadness and loneliness and rejection all i kind of understand like i don't like it but i understand it on you some level it. yeah it's, it's, it's your comfort zone yeah yeah and it's um it's 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 interesting like because it's like that's and that's like you know my fear of i think my inability to visualize it sometimes like what you know success or what happiness looks like um and combined with like being scared of it too like makes it harder to like you know kind of like be more as actualized as like no i can be and stuff like that so um man (laughs) it's good good song it's a really yeah. good song. The intro, the the intro, like instrumental, kind of sounds like a Christmas car commercial, though. <laughs> I, like that, though, it I love like it. Happiness thing. I love it, but like Christmas here, like, happiness does sound like a Christmas car commercial. So here we go. Here we go. Hold got on. it right. Capitalism really got us like that, you know? Welcome, come to Honda Civic. You can buy a Honda Civic at our dealership today. It's really good. We're all having a great time and stuff like that. Christmas stock sale at Honda's are so smooth. Like a trade on a But like basically- It's the Lexus December to remember. the, the 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 words came on and I realized I had to do a parody. <laughs> like, oh boy. Um so like uh any other highlights, any other stray observations and stuff like that that we haven't covered? That's it for me, Alicia. I mean, I feel like you guys covered it probably in a more succinct way than I did. <laughs> no, 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 don't say that. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. You're a delight. Yeah, you 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 both are delights. I was more succinct though. So like, <laughs> it's almost like you're a pro. <laughs> yeah, I try my best. But yeah, this is such a great time. Uh I yeah, like I said, just I love the transcendence of lungs, the between two lungs, the idea of um it's the it's the euphoria and catharsis of being able to breathe after being held underwater for so long. Speaking of Ophelia and stuff like that, and like the the fanfic narrative of like, oh, she's alive now, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, because I think it's like interesting to think of like it as like she actually went through the events of Hamlet, but then lived afterwards and stuff like that. Um, or it could be like the euphoric state of like reaching drowning for real, you know, like the euphoric state of just like um letting death wash over her in a little bit, and like she could breathe now that she's dead which is fun and cool (laughs) (laughs) well put uh yeah all right let's get through final thoughts and ratings of this album the way this works is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end uh so uh yeah like uh hmm i can go first you know just to give you like a 
like a understanding of what's going on. Um, I I think this album is great. I think it's really good. I think there's some like sleepers, like kind of like some like, you know, kind of like not as interesting. Like because like some of the songs are just so good that <laughs> some of the songs are just so good that it's like hard to compete. Like even a song that's like good but not great is like would be considered boring on this album basically uh i think it's a beautiful like it's um the instrumentation and production is so layered and beautifully arranged like uh florence talked about like the the guy who mixed the album like had a nervous break nearly had a nervous breakdown because of all the layers all the vocal parts and stuff like that it's like she has such an original voice and point of view and perspective. Like it's like Stevie Nicks, but also in a modern context, but also beyond time at the same time. Um, you know, excellent writing, excellent songwriting, really cool. Like, I really don't think the Ophelia parallels are accidental at all i really don't think that really was like understated an, that yeah yeah i i really don't think it's like a an accident at all like i don't think she was like whoops and like i'm like the weirdo for like thinking of this at all i think it was mm-hmm. on purpose mm-hmm. uh yeah there's and there's some there's stuff to talk about there's some there's stuff to discuss about like you know reclaiming the um you know her femininity and reclaiming it as something powerful but also like and, not as something to be you know a retaliation against like the patriarch like it and like there are song there are albums and songs that should be that like there should be retaliations and you know things against the patriarchy but i like it as like i don't like that doesn't matter to me actually like right. that's like it's actually like the joy of being alive is like the I, i'm gonna focus on that and stuff right. mm-hmm. so but that being said, like after Cosmic Love, I just kind of mentally shut off. And like that's that's probably on me a little bit. That's probably my, you know, my lack of understanding and my I, I like I I'm like I'm putting it on myself, you know, and like maybe just with more time, I'll like it more. So but right now, just I love the first nine songs and the rest is like, oh, I'm I'm good. So like this is really great. So I'm going to give this um, I'm going to give this seven and a half drumming sounds out of ten. I'll go next. I love the album. I give it a nine and a half out of ten. I don't like it when albums have cover songs. It's my personal thing. So mm-hmm. uh, and I'd say if you only have 15 minutes and the only song you've heard is Dog Days Are Over, then I would listen to Rabbit Heart, Kiss With a Fist and the drumming song. I think I'm going to give it eight howls out of 10. I just, again, I will say if you've only heard cosmic love or dog days are over, maybe give those a skip and listen to the other ones. They are bangers. Really, really got me lyrically. Andrew, you were right. It's very dense. Um, So I don't know if I would put a lot of these on my everyday playlist (laughs) on my weird specific playlist, but when you're in the mood, I mean, definitely give a listen to Howl, Drumming Song, Rabbit Heart. And if you want to fight a little bit, maybe tack on Hurricane Drunk on the end of Kiss with the Fists. I think <laughs> they were really... Yourself driving through the mountains at night, those would be the songs to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to 
learn kickboxing and you're at a punching bag, I think you should add those two to your playlist. I think, I think they're great. I yes. think they're bangers and bops. <laughs> Eight out of 10 howls. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is so much fun. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Like truly it's like such a pleasure to see you all again. Like it's so nice. Um, uh, I'm Always glad we pleasure to see you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for having us on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm glad we're like, you know, still like kind of like at least like, you know, someone in each other's orbit and stuff like that. And like keeping up with each other. That's so sweet. Uh, uh, let's uh, go through plugs now. Uh, Alicia, like what, what do you, do you have any social media things, any like maybe <laughs> projects on the pipe, <laughs> like go to, go to the WB lot and stuff like that. I oh think. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, my, my plugs are going to be shorter than cats. You should definitely look up cat and Andrew. Um, I'm kind of just on Instagram. I'm at Alicia's bacon. That's I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just A L I C I A S bacon, like the food. Um, might be getting back into stand-up soon, just yeah. really busy and chaotic. So I might be hitting up cat again. I don't know. You should. But, oh my gosh, but no, yeah. If you wanna <laughs> if you wanna take a tour on the WB Live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like see your stories of just like you know you watching like the water world <laughs> like, <laughs> thing. <laughs> like he visiting universal studios doing research i'm like hmm interesting oh it's a different thing right like it's a different oh yeah no we get calls all the time going hey can we we have universal tickets and i'm like oh we are two separate things thank you so much mm-hmm. bye-bye this is a wendy's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah i'm that's pretty easy to find cats yeah. you know, i put in some plugs uh, so you can always find me and my tour dates and any of my new sketches. One of my favorite, sketch, fav- favorite sketches to do right now is where I pretend to be a morally dark supervillain and henchman. Uh, <laughs> at the, and it's at This Is Cat More. And in October or November, because we're working hard to make sure that we really have a lot of episodes filmed at once and that they're as strong as they can be, you can check out Fellowship of the Spork on TikTok and Instagram. It'll have its own page. Oh, what what is what what is that like? My fantasy sitcom TikTok series that I'm making with some other fellow fantasy nerds. Wow, yeah, that, that sounds cool. I can't wait. Got a band of ragtag misfit adventurers. <sighs> you got me. I'm in. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Uh, yeah, like you can follow me at Andrew A Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sean at Diabetic Twink on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow uh, uh, the, the, the theme song was by Otness and the cover arts by Olivia Jensen. Uh, please leave a review on our you know Apple Podcasts or wherever you get shows. Um, yeah, it's it's like just we could really use the ratings. It like really helps like boost us in the algorithm and stuff. Um, and uh, okay, so let now let's uh, let's uh, play our let's play the episode out with like a Florence in the Machine song that you've been enjoying. So, cat, uh, like, let's what what song you want to do you want to like end off with? I'd say let's do the drumming song because the intro is so fun. So, drumming song, play us out. Yeah. All right. Ah, uh, well, thanks. Thanks uh, so much, everybody. And have a good day. Bye. Click.